Whether it's your first time betting or you've been gambling for years, have a plan and know the game. Be aware of the rules and odds before you gamble. Set a budget and never gamble with money you can't afford to lose. Take a break and consider teaming up with trusted friends to help you stick to your budget. Remember, if you or a loved one has a gambling problem, call 1-800-GAMBLER 24-7 or go to helpmygamblingproblem.org for free confidential services. Welcome to 500 Greatest Songs, a podcast based on Rolling Stone's hugely popular, influential, and sometimes controversial list. I'm Brittany Spanos. And I'm Rob Sheffield. We're here to shed light on the greatest songs ever made and discover what makes them so great. From classics like Fleetwood Mac's Dreams to The Ronettes' Be My Baby, and modern day classics like The Killer's Mr. Brightside. Listen to Rolling Stone's 500 Greatest Songs on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Hey, Sarah, I love that spring break vlog you posted on Zigazoo. OMG, you watched it? Yeah, it was so cool. I think you're so talented. Social media is only positive with Zigazoo, the world's largest and safest social media network for kids. In Zigazoo, all community members are verified kids just like yours. And all content is fully human moderated. Try out Zigazoo this spring break. Download the Zigazoo app today. There's plenty to celebrate in March and ex- Craft Month with the perfect pizza at home class from Craftsy. And anytime is right to listen to iHeartRadio's iHeartCountry Radio. Discover more shows and movies for free. This is the Nightcap with Tim Murray and Super Bowl champion Sean King on VSIN, the sports betting network. Three of the nightcap on a Wednesday here on VEASAN. That gentleman right there, Sean King, quite happy that there was a three-run homer in the top of the ninth as the Dodgers, a 9-2 loser to the Atlanta Braves. I don't know why I keep wanting to give them the win. I don't know why. Like, I think like everyone else, people had already kind of handed the Dodgers. I guess so. You know the championship? Braves, 9-2 win tonight. The Astros, a 9-1 Victory tonight, game six on, that'll be on Friday night down in Houston. Game number five in Los Angeles, a chance for the Braves to close it out. An upset in college football tonight as App State finds a way to beat Coastal Carolina. Their first win since the upset over Michigan at the Big House in 2007 over a ranked team. That's Sean King. I'm Tim Murray. Let's uh, keep week eight of college football rolling along as we bring in our good friend, joins us each and every week in this spot. He is Kenny White at KYD Vegas on Twitter. And uh, Kenny, we just turned the page because as Sean has talked about all throughout the week. Yeah, we got unlucky. Kenny. Man, it's 14 nothing yeah. at the half. We got the under 57 and a half. We're feeling good. And somehow UL Monroe, maybe Rich Rod thought he had Sean King back at quarterback in 1998 because they found some offense. So we move on. Uh, you're going to lose every once in a while. That was a tough one. I felt like the proper 
handicap on that one. Um, let's go to a, a, a very unique situation uh, because Clemson is almost never an underdog in the ACC. The last time they were an underdog, it was when Lamar Jackson was a quarterback at Louisville. So now you've got Clemson. They are a three-and-a-half-point underdog, Kenny, against the Pittsburgh Panthers, a total of 48. You can find a 48-and-a-half out there. Uh, we might have lost Kenny's uh, video there. Uh, well, Kenny, if you could still hear us on uh, on Skype, um, what do you make of uh, Clemson and Pittsburgh on Saturday afternoon? I think we might be uh, dealing with some technical difficulties there with Kenny. So we will uh, hopefully... Uh, you guys want to call me back? Link back up, as he just said. Yeah, let's give him a, let's give him a call back. He's there. Let's go. <laughs> I think we're going to reconnect with Kenny. Uh, is that uh, we'll get to that Clemson Pittsburgh game? You know, it's funny. Uh, Sean, you haven't told me what you're doing in that game. Uh, nothing. Okay. I don't want to. I don't want to lay points with Pat Narduzzi against Clemson. What's your laying points with Kenny Pickett? I mean, you trust Kenny Pickett that much already? Against a top ten, it's defense. not Kenny Pickett that I don't trust. You know, it's at the end of the day. I, I'm, I'm I'm taking Pitt. I'm gonna take Pitt. I like I like Pitt in this game. I mean, this is and you know what actually I take this is that the back. biggest game since Pitt has walked into. And the I had ACC. It, I had it written down. I'm taking the under. Yeah, that yeah. I'm I just gonna get, play the under. That I could get on board with. Yeah, Clemson doesn't seem to be able to get over seventeen or twenty, and they don't ever. ever they rarely give up over seventeen or twenty. I just I I'm 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 curious. About the potential of Pat Narduzzi. I think we have the game. great Kenny White. Let's back. get Kenny back in. Kenny Clemson and Pittsburgh. Uh, Sean just said he likes the under a little bit. I don't. I don't really want to do anything with his spread because Clemson's 0-6 ATS. But I'm not going to trust Pat Narduzzi to figure out a way to win a game as a favorite here. What do you make Clemson and Pittsburgh? What jumps out at you? Now my computer had a, a, a connection, a bad connection. As soon as you, as soon as you talk about Louisiana Monroe and Liberty, <laughs> it really got a bad connection. So. That's how bad that game was. Uh, you know, Pitt, Pitt has been really good the last couple of weeks. They've beaten me. I've gone against them. I had Vautech against them. So Pat Narduzzi, again, he does this every year. His teams do peak at a certain point, and they play well three, four games in a row. But then they kind of tail off. Uh, but they're playing really well right now. This is Clemson's, you know, biggest game of the year right now. If they win, they're they're back in the race with, with Wake Forest and NC State. Um, and you're right. Uh, it, hard to find games where uh, – Dabo is an underdog, but there are quite a few because he's played in the national championship mm. in the playoffs, and there are, there are dogs in those games. He's 6-2 and two, uh, the last eight times he's been a dog, but he's had far better teams than what he has now. You know, I had to go through this roster. They only have five guys on offense that are starting right now that I had at the beginning of the year and only six on defense. Their defense is starting to get worn down as well. Um, but I analyzed this game so many different ways and thought I can't bet against Clemson at this point. Um, I made I made Pitt five, but I still can't lay the points. Um, but I like what Sean's talking about. It's it's an under game because Pittsburgh Narduzzi is a defensive coach, Narduzzi, and, and he's very conservative. And Clemson has a problem scoring. They just don't have the continuity in offense. They don't they don't have the the experienced players to put points up. So I think this will be a very low scoring game. Talking once again to Kenny White. I want to stay in the ACC, Kenny, because NC State, a team that you loved preseason and uh, they get beat up pretty good against Mississippi State, and now it seems like they're finding their way. Very impressive performance 
uh, up at Chestnut Hill this past weekend, winning that one, going away as a uh, three-point favorite against Boston College. And they're a three-point road favorite again against Miami. I can tell you one thing. I bet you the public is going to be racing to lay these three. It seems a, a bit fishy that that line is sitting there at three. Wolfpack at Miami, a total of 52 in this one. Are we going to go with, uh, with the pack again here in this spot? Oh, yeah, I, I love I love NC State here in this spot. Uh, be careful of them the next couple weeks. I think they play four out of five weeks on the road. Mm-hmm. So this is going to be a tired team in five weeks from now. But they're not tired now. Uh, Dave Dorian's done a good job. 12-6 and six ATS his last 18 games. Uh, they do have revenge from last year. Home revenge, they lost 44-41. That's a, that's a factor you got to add into this. You also have to add the factor in when Miami's not good, they do not draw well down there. So very sparse crowd. I bet you there's more NC State fans in the crowd than there are Hurricane fans. Uh, Manny Diaz, uh, he is definitely on a very hot seat right now. Uh, without Derek King, it's a big drop-off. Tyler Van Dyke, when you look at the stats, hey, they don't look bad, but he was 10 for 11 versus Central Connecticut. Uh, the two teams that he played the last two weeks, uh, he has been under 50%, less than seven yards a pass, more interceptions. I think he has three interceptions to one touchdown, and now he's up against a NC State defense that is far better than what he's seen. I think I think I think Van Dyke really struggles in this game. The guy's got a big time arm. He's a big kid and can throw it a long ways, but his accuracy is not there yet. And I think NC State will harass him the entire game. So yeah, love the Wolfpack this week. I always get nervous when I you know I, I do my write ups for the website mm-hmm. uh, on Wednesdays and then we have Kenny on so right. sometimes it's reassurance and then sometimes it's dread because if he's going against me I don't like my odds so let's go to the game that I wrote up for the website I won't tell you what side I'm on we've got Oregon visiting UCLA uh, UCLA coming off a, an impressive win against Washington Oregon found a way to beat Cal but it's still a top ten team with a lot of talent. Uh, the line right now sits UCLA minus one, one and a half. College game day going to be out there. Bruins, Ducks, a spread at one, a total of 60. Kenny, which way are you looking on this one? Yeah, really good game. Uh, I think two teams that are going opposite directions, though. Oregon seems like under Cristobal, they play to the level of the competition, and it shows in his ATS records, 9-21 and 21 ATS since he's been at Oregon. Uh, five and eight his last 13 games, where Chip Kelly is five and two ATS this year. I think they're playing far better. They're kind of overachieve, overachieving. And then you got the Chip Kelly factor going against his old team in Oregon. He is 0 and 2 against the Ducks, but this is the best team he's had. I, I made UCLA four and a half, not adding anything in. I don't know how good the crowd's going to be. Remember the beginning of the year when they played Hawaii, nobody was there. I think the crowds are getting better and they're buying into this UCLA team. This should be a great crowd this weekend. I'm hoping it's a you know a plus four or five point crowd to the betting line. That's not factored in yet. I only gave him three points for home, but yeah, I'm going to go with Chip Kelly, the revenge against his old team because I just feel they're playing better football than Oregon is right now. Always like it. It's a little reassurance. You're on the Ducks. You like the Ducks? No, in this no, one. not at all. Okay. Not at all. I just I. They, they got, got lucky to beat Cal. They got, they got very all, lucky to beat. Yeah, yeah, they, they got, got very lucky. lucky. All right, we're on Team Bruin here. Uh, lay under three. I'm good with that. I laid the one uh, earlier this week. Uh, there's another game I want to get to, but I do want to leave you time. Uh, last week, once again, I hope the computer doesn't get mad at you again because of bringing up UL Monroe. I mean, what are we going to do? I mean, it's 14 nothing at the half. I'm looking at my phone. I'm like, another winner for Kenny. 
and uh, UL Monroe somehow strikes gold with offense. So where are we going this week? What what game really jumps at, out at you? Yeah, another total. I'm always looking for totals. And mm-hmm. uh, Arizona at Washington really jumps out. That total is 46 and a half. I have no idea how these teams are going to score. Washington <laughs> has struggled all year. They've struggled all year offensively. Their defense is great. And Jimmy Lake's a defensive guy. It's a very solid defense. They've shown it week in and week out. This past week, Arizona gets shut out by Colorado. Uh, Washington's defense is better than Colorado's. Um, and, and we've seen the Huskies' offense has struggled all year. 94th in the country in yards per play at 5.2. Arizona, 117th at 4.7. Just two very poor offenses. Uh, I thought this total was extremely high at 46.5 for these two. They set college football back a little bit, but it's going to be much like last week. Uh, Colorado, uh, another team that's good defensively, struggles offensively. I think that score was 34 nothing last week. This, this may be around the same type of score. There you go. Under Washington and Arizona. That's a Friday night game, so get those bets in earlier, late night Friday. All right, Kenny, we always appreciate it. I, I appreciate it more when you're on the side of my play, too, so that just makes me feel a little bit better. Uh, let's have ourselves another winning weekend. We'll talk to you next Wednesday. Yep. Hey, thanks, guys. Thanks for having me. Have a great week. Uh, you too, Kenny. There he is. Kenny White. Under 46 and a half. UW and Arizona. That one, late night, Friday night, we'll be, we'll be watching that one going, Ugh. Get a great start to Saturday. Ugh. But yeah, hopefully, hopefully that's Sean King. I'm Tim Murray. Bring it on back here on the Nightcap. Hey guys, this is Matt Jones, Drew Franklin from the Fade This Podcast. We got a great episode coming up. Picks in all the sports, football, basketball, we do them all. But here's a preview of this week's episode. Nothing to do with anyone personally, but Creighton is the team every year that the nerds, you know, the basketball nerds, are like, you know, who's really good? Creighton, you know, watch Creighton. They play. And I'm like, I don't want to watch Creighton because I agree with Shannon the dude today. Creighton's never going to win anything. Stop talking to me about Creighton. They're not never the, not, gonna, the, not the Big East tournament. Well, I mean, they could maybe they win the Big East tournament, but it'll only be luck. But like, they're always like, you know, a sleeper team. That cool. Like that guy who I told you had eight title teams. One of his title teams was Creighton. Is not winning the national championship. It's yeah, I don't not, have him doing that. That like that's why do we all have to act like Creighton is a, is a is a good team? Creighton's like the band they all say you should know if you really knew bands. <laughs> And then they're never at any of those. Yeah, exactly. And it comes time for the Grammys, and they lose out to, like, you know, Lil Durk. And you're like, see, I knew Lil Durk was better. Why are you you telling me? The whole time. (laughs) And this episode was brought to you in partnership with DraftKings. To hear more, listen and subscribe to Fade This on iHeartRadio or wherever you listen to podcasts. Whether it's your first time betting or you've been gambling for years, have a plan and know the game. Be aware of the rules and odds before you gamble. Set a budget and never gamble with money you can't afford to lose. Take a break and consider teaming up with trusted friends to help you stick to your budget. Remember, if you or a loved one has a gambling problem, call 1-800-GAMBLER 24-7 or go to helpmygamblingproblem.org for free confidential services. 
Welcome to 500 Greatest Songs, a podcast based on Rolling Stone's hugely popular, influential, and sometimes controversial list. I'm Brittany Spanos. And I'm Rob Sheffield. We're here to shed light on the greatest songs ever made and discover what makes them so great. From classics like Fleetwood Mac's Dreams to The Ronettes' Be My Baby, and modern day classics like The Killer's Mr. Brightside. Listen to Rolling Stone's 500 Greatest Songs on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. There's plenty to celebrate in March and ex- craft month with the perfect pizza at home class from craftsy and anytime is right to listen to iheart radio's iheart country radio discover more shows and movies for free this is the nightcap on vsin the sports betting network an ICAP here on VEASAN. That gentleman right there, his name is Sean King. Played a little football in his day. I was right. Yeah. Played a little QB at Tulane. He was QB1. They put up on Twitter in 1998 that he's QB1. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> I wonder where I'd finish in the Heisman now. Oh, that's a good point. If like, we put up the season that we did then. Be interesting. I mean, he wouldn't have beaten Ricky, I don't think. Ricky. Ricky no, Williams. No. But, uh, let's see. So, in a year like this, where there's I mean, not, your numbers. In a year like this, where there's no, like, consensus. Yeah. You know. You guys went undefeated. Yeah, we won all our games. Um, man, Joe Germain got in front of you? Come on. Joe Germain from Ohio State? Bro. What I was dealing with. That's let what I'm me, saying. Let me ask you this, because I know you were friends uh, with this uh, with this quarterback. He finished sixth. You finished tenth. How did Dante Culpepper finish ahead of you? But Dante's a baller, though. Like he was fighting the same battle I was fighting. I think the thing that separated us. Yeah, but they went nine and two. You were a top I know, ten team. But I think they opened the year, if I'm not mistaken, at Nebraska or something like that, and he played no. crazy. Or maybe that was Tim Rattay and, and Troy Edwards that opened they that played, uh They played Louisiana Tech. They smoked them. Uh, they lost two games. They lost to uh, Auburn. They lost to Purdue. The Auburn game, he played tremendous. They lost, but he played tremendous. They only scored six points. I guess he didn't play tremendous. I don't know how you got... You I got, was trying to boot up my guy. That's my guy. You got man. Hey, 10? I agree. I agree. 100%. 38 touchdowns. No one else had that. Tim Couch had 36 touchdowns, but you had, you had throwing, 15 picks. He was throwing screens. 15 picks. He had. I didn't. I need to find the one guy. There yeah. was one guy. I didn't throw 15 picks. He did. No, no, no. Yeah, Tim uh, yeah. Tim Couch did. You threw six. Yeah, I put up a, thir- a strong 38 and six with 11 more rushing. <laughs> I needed Aaron. I needed, to know, I needed to know Aaron back then. He could have started like a king for Heisman campaign in New Orleans. We probably could have made some headway. I mean, I understand. Ricky Williams... Rushed for 2,100 Didn't yards. he break, like, the all-time, like, yeah. rushing record? Well, it got broken the next year by Ron Dane. Yeah. And to be honest, Michael Bishop, who I think for oh, the second, uh, he, was Dude, pretty, that was, he had a good year. Michael Bishop was one of my favorite college football players of all time. I love And this is kind of when K-State was, like, arriving on the scene. 
They should have went to the national championship. They got upset. I uh, used to call it Juco U. The last uh, last game of the season. Yeah. They lost in the Big 12 champion. No, they lost to. Yeah, they lost in the Big 12 championship. They were number two in the country. They lost to Texas A&M. I remember it's, that day vividly. Yeah, it was a tough year, man. Edron James was balling at Miami. Uh, Torrey Holt was balling at NC State. McNabb. McNabb, my guy, was balling at Syracuse. I'm just saying. Year. I mean, I, I would like. Uh, I would like to go back. I want to find the one person who voted for you to win the Heisman. You had one first place vote. Smart guy. Smart person. Yeah, smart guy. Uh, but I mean, come on, Champ Bailey. Champ was a baller. I mean, he was. But he played defense. Yeah. Seventh. Hosed. Ridiculous. Um, I mentioned this earlier in the. Didn't week. Woodson win it the year before? Yeah, ninety-seven. Yeah, so Champ Woodson, Champ return kick. Sometimes you know, kind of. Only had three picks. They didn't throw at him. Well, Plus, the SEC didn't throw the ball back then. Like the SEC was a fullback and tight end, run the toss sweep, you know, run stretch. You know, come on. It was just, they didn't throw the ball back then. I mean, Kentucky in 98 went 7-5. and five. My guy goes undefeated. Facts. Top 10. Yeah. Obliterates everyone. 38 touchdown passes. 641 else. rushing yards. I hear 11 you. rushing touchdowns. Get hot, Ginger. And... Guy fit his tenth. Yeah, where's the respect? This that feel good session. I, mean, I like that. Tim yeah. Couch, pump me up, baby. Pump Tim me Couch up. threw as many touchdowns as my guy, but threw nine more interceptions. Nine, nine almost more. ten, almost double digits. Yeah, come on. Ridiculous. You know what? You know what? Seven and five. Hey, how many times did he throw the ball a year? Tim Couch. Yeah, he threw it five hundred and fifty-three times. How many times I throw the ball a year? Hold on. You threw the ball. 366. So you times. mean 200 less attempts, same touchdowns? Mm-hmm. Oh, come on, keep it coming, baby. Keep it 67% coming. 67. Hey, Aaron, we're going to have to get a graphic. Sense. We're going to have to get a graphic mm. made, Aaron. Ridiculous. Yeah. We need to go back. We need to find those Heisman voters. They need to revote. We need to revote. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, Redo the ceremony and everything. I mean, Ricky could keep his Heisman trophy. Yeah, but I should get an invite. Uh, yeah. Get King to New York City. I mean, you would have lived it up in New York City. You would have been wearing your suit. Yeah. Looking sharp. You would have had hair. Hair and abs. Ooh, cheekbones are <laughs> right. Yeah. <laughs> Tommy Bowden wouldn't have been able to make any jokes about you then. Yeah, a little shorty. Aaron would love Tommy because Tommy's probably the only person I know that's shorter than Aaron. So if we can get Tommy on the show. I mean, I'd love to get him on the show. We get go, Aaron to come here He goes here on other shows on the network, but he doesn't show, come on the show of the I'm guy him come in person. who got him the Clemson job. So allegedly, uh, Philip Fulmer's coming on the show. They got some kind of, Hall of College Hall of Fame induction or something okay. that's happening in November, if I'm not mistaken. So... Tommy may be coming in time for that. I'll find Beautiful. out. Beautiful. Yeah. All right. Um, we we'll get Philip Fulmer to tell you, us what he thought when they threw the uh, mustard <laughs> on the field. <laughs> 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 Lane with the golf ball. So we did some uh, we did some letdowns, look aheads earlier in the show. I want to go back to something we discussed earlier in the week, which is always, as uh, as I would say, is uh, always intriguing to me, which is. Unranked teams laying points against ranked teams. Right. Iowa State's a seven-point favorite against Oklahoma State. Wisconsin's a three-point favorite at Purdue. Air Force, this is strength on strength, Sean. San Diego State is the number one rush defense in the country, and they're taking on Air Force. That's going to be a low-scoring game. I would take the under in that game. San Diego State's also switching quarterbacks. They're undefeated. They're switching quarterbacks. Interesting decision there. But I want to jump to this game because Kenny was on this side, and it makes me happy. 
UCLA hosting Oregon. College game day is going out west. I don't know why. Yeah. Yeah. Tend to agree. But hopefully it's a good game. Actually, hopefully it's a blowout. Maybe they just want to go to L.A. I get it. Maybe. Okay. Yeah, yeah. You got to show some love to the Pac-12, I guess. Well, you don't have to. You can, <laughs> but you don't have to. Right. Um, I really like UCLA in this spot. I wrote it up for the website. And, you know, I, I don't know what to think of Oregon this year, Sean. They are... Five and one. Mm -hmm. They have that win over Ohio State. Very impressive. But as we keep getting further and further away from it, you start to think, all right, what what is this team? You know, they were life and death with Cal, who had one win, still has one win. They come back, they win that game. By the way, Cal's probably the best one win team in the country. (laughs) (laughs) They got that, Justin Wilcox? Good for you. Um, I mean, they've only covered one game so far this year, and that was Ohio State when they were a dog. Every other game, they've they've not been able to cover. And I said it before the season. I had to eat a little crow because they went and they beat Ohio State. But I just am not a big believer in Anthony Brown. And as the year goes on, Dorian Thompson-Robinson is getting better. He's not making mistakes. You know, against Washington last week, say what you will about Washington offensively. They're a good defensive team. Mm-hmm. He was efficient, 21-26, threw two touchdowns, rushed for 87. And this is a team, Sean, that wants to run it down your throat. They're a strong offensive line. Uh, They were on the midseason watch list for the Joe Moore Award, which is given out to the best offensive line in the country. And Zach Charbonnet, the Michigan transfer, has been a massive addition. In their five wins this year, he's gone over 100 yards, and every single one went over 100 yards last week. And, And look, Oregon's got Kayvon Thibodeau. Dude's a freak of nature. Maybe the number one overall yeah, He's really pick. good. But, Sean, this Oregon defense has been decimated with injuries. They've, they've learned how to overcome it, but Justin Flo, who's a five-star recruit, linebacker, he's out for the year. Drew Mattis, another linebacker, done for the year. Bennett Williams, a safety, done for the year. They're all banged up. You look at their depth chart, it's a lot of youth on that depth chart. And for a team that's averaging 4.96 yards per carry in the UCLA Bruins, and then you look at what Oregon's given up on the ground, about 140 yards per game, I think this is a spot where Chip Kelly knows what his strengths are, and they're going to be able to run the ball. And then, as you've brought up before, look, Travis Dye was great against Cal. He's a really good back, but they do not have C.J. Verdell anymore. Yeah, they don't have a lot of home run players. You know, it just shows how hard it is when you don't have in-state talent to build elite depth. So that way when you have injuries, the guys that are coming in are not just competent, but they're just as talented. But let me say this. This game is going to revolve around one thing before we go to break. Anthony Brown. Mm -hmm. He played outstanding against Cal. 71% completion percentage. Put that in perspective. When they went to Ohio State and won, he only completed 48% of his passes. On the year, he's under 60%. Right. So if he turned the corner against Cal, they have a chance. If he didn't, they don't. Right quick before we go out, Georgia has nine five stars on their defense. The entire Pac-12 conference has nine five stars playing all together right now. Ask Shane Beamer. That's why we call it the Pudding 12. I don't even know why game day is going. Shane Beamer will remind you of all those five stars that uh, that Georgia has on their defense. That's Sean King. I'm Tim Murray. The team that went to the NBA Finals. Not a great start to their season. We'll get you updated on the NBA next right here.
on Facebook. This is the Nightcap on VSN, the sports betting network. The Sports Betting National Championship is coming November 5th through November 7th. And VSIN will provide coverage from the main event all weekend long, including live on location updates for all of the action. Visit vsin.com backslash SBNC for more information and learn how you can enter for a chance to test your skills and win cash, including the million dollar top prize. Once again, that's vcin.com slash S-B-N-C. That man right there, Sean King. I'm Tim Murray. It is the nightcap here on vcin. Week 7 of the NFL season starts tomorrow night. It'll be a banged-up Cleveland Browns team. We'll get more into that here in just a moment. But uh, a couple things to update the good people on, Sean. The Phoenix Suns, six-point favorites tonight. They have lost 110 to 98. The final score, the Denver, I almost said the Broncos because they're playing tomorrow night. The Denver (laughs) Nuggets go into Phoenix. They get the win 110 to 98. And the Sacramento Kings trying to hold on for a victory against the Portland Trailblazers uh, as they lead that one 122 to 117. That's the final game on the slate tonight. Looks like Portland uh, making an effort here. As it is a one-point game, Portland has outscored Sacramento by 14 in the fourth quarter uh, as uh, Sacramento was getting six and a half in that one. So the second night of the NBA, the first full slate of NBA uh, after last night. Oh, yeah. You had Chicago tonight. I kind of get off the NBA after opening night, and I probably wait for (laughs) Thanksgiving or Christmas. (laughs) But if I see value... It's too much going on. I'll attack it, but I'm not going to be like a spread NBA better. It's just it's too much fluctuation, in my opinion. I mean, these, these games go from up 12 to down 10 to tied. It's, it's, I just told you, their ability to score the basketball when they really lock in is unbelievable. I mean, I found a spot that I loved tonight, and I, I got lucky. I had the Bulls, with all their additions, mm-hmm. going to Detroit, who was playing without the number one pick, Kate, or the number two pick, Kate Cunningham. Number one pick. Number one pick. Yeah. So I, I thought there was some value there. I did get lucky. They were, what, five, five and a half? They won by six. Yeah, and there was, a, I think, a tip in that was waved off. Uh, so Let me ask you a question, switching to college football. Yeah. Tomorrow, three games on the slate. Mm-hmm. Any interest in any of them? Louisiana Lafayette at Arkansas State, who struggled mightily since their head coach left He's for stink. Utah State. Yeah. Arkansas State. Tulane at SMU. Any chance the Green Wave can go? we got four games tomorrow. Oh, yes, four. Florida Atlantic at Charlotte. Road dog. I mean, road favorite. Not sure what kind of crowd Charlotte's going to have. I don't know if it's going to be a crazy environment. And San Jose State, who a lot of people had picked to win the Mountain West going into the season, only three and a half point favorites at UNLV. I need to know. I don't know if they've announced it yet. I don't know if we'll know right now. Uh, Who's playing quarterback? Yeah, Nick Starkle has been hurt. Well, for San Jose State, Starkle continues. Uh, he's been sidelined for a while here, so I don't know the situation at quarterback there. Um, yeah, if if UNLV is going with uh, Brumfield at quarterback, I actually like 
UNLV. They've been covering. They've they been have. feisty. They have. Uh, they got. I feel like they're on the cusp, Sean, of, of finally getting a win. They yeah. are. They are winless on the year. Um, they are zero and six. They lost to Utah State by four last week. Covered. Uh, Two week, uh, then the, you know they had the overtime game Fresno? against Fresno, or yeah. that wasn't an overtime. It was a late touchdown. Got the cover. Fresno's fell apart, by the way. Ooh, yeah, good one this weekend. Big time game this weekend. I, I am so Nevada. frustrated. Nevada all the way. The only thing that would make me lean towards Fresno and then tell me why you're frustrated is because, as Sean said, it's Low Neal's retirement. It's Jersey retirement. Yeah, I mean I. You're frustrated why? Well, I'm frustrated because there's no games after 4.30 Eastern this weekend. On Saturday? 4.30 Pacific, yeah. There's no late-night games for us. Good. Nevada, UNLV. Uh, Nevada and uh, and Fresno, is is it, it, has, it should be. A 10 p.m. East Coast. Yes, yeah. of course. And now it's on FS2, and you're fighting up against, you know, I mean, I'm going to be sitting back watching Good old rivalry game for the jeweled shillelagh, my Irish and USC. What's the total? Uh, and that one, 57 and a half. Taking over. Yeah, probably. Yeah. USC can't stop anybody. Yeah. You know, let me ask you about that game. Notre Dame and USC. Just philosophically. Because Notre Dame is coming off a bye week. USC's coming off a USC bye week. USC stinks. Notre Dame is a coaching staff that is not going to get fired. Mm-hmm. And their players have bought in. They just beat Virginia Tech. USC, I don't know if a, does a bye week do positive things for USC when no. you've got no a coaching staff that is looking for other jobs. You know, during this bye week, right, you're out on the recruiting trail. What are these coaches pitching to recruits? They're not going to be there hey, listen, next year. Right now, Everybody's looking out for themselves in the building. That's what I'm saying. Yeah, you're not uh, getting upset about much. You're not arguing with anything, anyone about anything. You just, hey, you're just going about your business. Is make sure I check all my boxes. I'm responsible for. Dot my eyes, cross my T's. Hey, tell my guys let's have some fun. Fun. Let's enjoy this. You know, a little stretch together. And, uh, I wouldn't lay seven though. I don't. I mean, I don't want to like lay in points. I think I like the over. Yeah, fifty-seven and a half. I've heard yeah, some people yeah, who like I, the over. I like the over. I mean, the thing with SC is they're generally somewhere around twenty-seven to thirty from a point standpoint. I mean, their their defense, Sean, is if you look at who Notre Dame has played so far this year, statistically speaking, USC is the worst defense that they have played all year. Absolutely, and the only team to hold them under twenty-seven so Cincinnati. far this year, is Cincinnati. Yeah, Cincinnati is a Top three yeah, defense. I don't know how they got to forty-one against Wisconsin, but they did. Well, that was that's <laughs> that, that was uh, two pick sixes, yeah. a kickoff return. But there was some uh, there was some fraudulentness. They in put that, up twenty-seven uh, against score. a Purdue team that held Iowa to what was it six seven seven put up thirty-two against Toledo. I mean, so they're capable. And SC, even though they're losing 26, 37, 27, 45, 28, they're scoring. Drake London is you know it. Marcus Freeman so far, if you look at what he does, and people pointed this out last year in Cincinnati, was that he will change up his scheme on a week-to-week basis. So he went 4-4 against Wisconsin. He went 3, he went, uh, it was, I think it was 3-3-5 three, three, against uh, Florida State, and Florida State started taking chunk runs, and they had to 
tweak that. So he has kind of shifted things all throughout uh, the year, and I'm very interested to see what he does with USC because Drake London is their offense. I mean, that dude is an absolute baller, mm-hmm. and he will be playing on Sundays. Keaton Slovis, he's got something to prove. So that's the thing. At the end of the day, Sean, USC, they still have guys <clears throat> that are very capable Talent-wise, it's just what are they as a team? Yeah, shout What's out to, their mindset? Shout-out to one of my players at USC, too. They got a freshman, Mike Trigg, number eight. He's going to be a baller. I think he's got about seven, eight catches on the year, almost 200 yards, touchdown, something like that. Hopefully, it's like a hybrid tight end type player. Hopefully, uh, young Mike can wait till next week to have a, a big Well, big if you're going to take the over, then you just want points. Well, you, you're taking the over. I'm not – I don't really bet on – on uh, on Notre Dame games, yeah, there he is, seven seven for one hundred nine and touchdown. Yeah, um, how we produces ballers in the Bay Area? The Bay Area is San Francisco, Tampa Bay areas. Let's call it the Bay Area. <laughs> um, well, you know what? You're right because it's called Champa Bay. That's right. We just win, we just win championships. That's, that's true. Except the race. Yeah, they're getting killed too. They're getting killed down in Tampa. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, it's championship or bust down there. You got the lightning. You got the back to back lightning. You got the Bucks. Bucks defending. Yeah, yeah. Rowdies defending. UFC Bulls. Yeah, USF. That was a bad call. USF I don't Bulls. see how they get over three and a half. I'm looking at this schedule. All right. Well, well what about your Tulane Green Wave on at the road SMU. tomorrow at SMU? For the AAC, SMU's got to keep doing their thing. And keep winning. Is this a spot where the green wave can, can bite them? I don't know if we can win the game, but I love us to cover just because SMU has not beaten many opponents by 15. You know, they, they beat South Florida and they beat North Texas, but La, La Tech they beat by two, TCU they beat by eight, Navy they beat by seven. So they're playing con- tight games, and we're good enough on offense to. To get around twenty-five to thirty, so I like us to cover the fourteen. I don't know if we can win it outright without SMU like turning yeah. the ball over. You take Tulane tomorrow and plus the points. Take your your boys, and I'm gonna go hometown team. Give me the four. Come on. For what? As long as Brumfield is playing, I want UNLV to cover hmm. plus the four. They're covering machines. Yeah, I didn't agree with that. That's not a cigar bet. No, no, no. Don't get happy. No, no, no cigar bet. Yeah. We can't make bets on the show and yeah, cheer yeah, we for do that. Yes. our friend. 100%. It is the nightcap here on Visa. We'll wrap things up. Take a look ahead. Thursday night football. <sighs> Banged up game. Whether it's your first time betting or you've been gambling for years, have a plan and know the game. Be aware of the rules and odds before you gamble. Set a budget and never gamble with money you can't afford to lose. Take a break and consider teaming up with trusted friends to help you stick to your budget. Remember, if you or a loved one has a gambling problem, call 1-800-GAMBLER 24-7 or go to helpmygamblingproblem.org for free confidential services. 
Welcome to 500 Greatest Songs, a podcast based on Rolling Stone's hugely popular, influential, and sometimes controversial list. I'm Brittany Spanos. And I'm Rob Sheffield. We're here to shed light on the greatest songs ever made and discover what makes them so great. From classics like Fleetwood Mac's Dreams to the Ronettes' Be My Baby, and modern day classics like The Killer's Mr. Brightside. Listen to Rolling Stone's 500 Greatest Songs on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. What's up? I'm John Wall. And I'm CJ Toledano, and we're starting a new podcast presented by DraftKings called Point Game. Everyone, please welcome Coach John Calipari. We're getting beat by 18. My first game in Kentucky. They're saying, Cal's a bust. He can't coach. This is crazy. John Wall runs down the floor and makes a buzzer beater. Yep. You remember that, John? That's my first game win I ever made. Remember you said you never seen me do that. Ladies and gentlemen, DeMarcus Boogie Cousins. I called Boogie. I'm like, yo, bro, I'm about to commit to Duke. And I hung up on him. <laughs> Bro, I'm talking about, do you want to tell me how many times he called me all type of names? Bro, you really sold me out. You doing this. <laughs> Bro, I was sick. I remember that like yesterday, man. Love you, John Wall. Thanks, Coach. Love you, too. You made me everything I am today. Nah, you made me. You made me. I love it. Check out Point Game with John Wall and CJ Toledano on the iHeartRadio app, DraftKings YouTube, or wherever you get your podcasts. It wasn't even supposed to be That's my game. <laughs> There's plenty to celebrate in March and ex- National Craft Month with the perfect pizza at home class from Craftsy. And anytime is right to listen to iHeartRadio's iHeartCountry Radio. Discover more shows and movies for free... This is the Nightcap on VSN, the Sports Betting Network. Indeed helps find great hires fast. Indeed is your all-in-one platform for interviewing, screening, hiring high-quality people. Visit indeed.com/credit. It is the nightcap here on VEASAN, wrapping things up. A look ahead, Scott Seidenberg coming up next. And we have uh, failed to mention that a member of Team Ginger, Justin Turner, got hurt running to first in the Dodgers' 6, or sorry, 9-2 to loss to the Braves. Important 9-2 to for Sean over here with that homer. Uh, grade 2 hamstring strain, and he is done. For the remainder of the playoffs. And now I'm really rooting for the Braves because I don't want the Dodgers to get to the World Series without Muncie and Turner. Turner. Yeah. I just, I don't want to hear all these excuses. And Kurt, no Kershaw. Yeah. Well, I mean, he's been going for it. <laughs> no, I know. Yeah. Um, well, let's just take a look at, at, at tomorrow night because you've got the potential uh, deciding game, Braves and Dodgers. Only posted line that I see right now is at the Westgate Superbook. I'll pull it up. Yeah, at the Westgate Superbook because, unless they pulled that down for any reason, but I believe they still have that posted, um, because the Dodgers are going bullpen. They don't know who they're going to be going with, and Max Freed is going to go for the Dodgers. I'm or, rolling, sorry, for the Braves. I'm rolling with Atlanta. 
I'm rolling with Atlanta. Why wouldn't you? I mean, Max Fried has been pitching. Yeah. He got, you know, got hit around a little bit uh, by the, I'm just pulling up the uh, odds here to see if it's. I mean, where do the Dodgers runs come from with no month, see, no turn? Yeah, right now, Braves plus 140, Dodgers minus 150 on the buyback. I bet it'll be Braves plus 130, 120-something. Yeah. By, by, by first pitch. What time is that game? Night game. It'll be uh, 8.09 Eastern, 5.09 Pacific. Is Boston and Houston playing tomorrow? No, Friday. Friday, okay. Yeah, so they'll be on Friday. That'll be game six of the ALCS. Uh, game six of the NLCS, if we get there, would be on Saturday back in Atlanta. Uh, but we'll see if the Braves can finish it off. And Yeah, right now, if you're looking at that price, Sean, as you mentioned, no Justin Turner. It's going to be a bullpen game for the Dodgers. Um, you know, do they go to Max Scherzer? It's possible, but then you're messing up what would be for game six. So Dave Roberts is in a tricky situation here. They've gone to Max Scherzer. He closed out the Giants series. He pitched uh, the seventh inning there, or the ninth inning there. Um, I mean, Max, Freed, Max Freed, by the way, just sorry to interrupt. No, Max Freed, as as we talked about, in his last 13 starts, the Braves are 12-1 and in those starts. Yeah. I mean, he's been great. He really has been tremendous for the Braves. He threw six scoreless innings against the Brewers in the A on the NLDS. He went six innings, got a no decision uh, earlier in uh, game one against the Braves, a game they ultimately won the Braves. So, yeah, he's been pitching really well. That's the guy you want. If you're the Braves, he's the guy you want. Because, honestly, think about it this way, Sean. If the Braves don't win on Thursday, tomorrow night, then you're going back home, and you're going to face Max Scherzer and Walker Bueller. That's not who you want to face to try to get out of this I just, series. I just think at this point, the Dodgers staff is so fatigued. Yeah. From the Cardinals game to the Giants series to the point we are now, you're just getting names. You're not getting stuff. If that makes sense. Yeah. Like you're getting Urias and Bueller and Scherzer in name, but you aren't getting them fresh when they got their best stuff. I feel like And that bullpen has worked. Like they've been earning every penny since they pulled Scherzer early in the Cardinals game. Think about that. Mm -hmm. They pulled Scherzer early in the Cardinals game, and that bullpen, they've been earning it. They, 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 they've been getting the butter from the duck in that Dodger bullpen. I feel like, in my opinion, that Dave Roberts, you know, messed with Julio Urias a little bit. Yeah. Having him pitch in game two against the Braves in a game you ultimately lost in a game he got hit up in. Uh, that was Max Scherzer's start. He comes out, he blows the save. Uh, in that, uh, what was that, the eighth inning, I think, I want to say, against the Braves. Um, and then he starts tonight, and he's just not himself. I mean, this guy was a 20-game winner. Yeah. And you, you pulled him in out of the bullpen in game two. Should he be able to, you know, be back in, in, in his normal self? Yeah, but he's a young pitcher. I mean, he's, you know, his mid-20s. I don't know. It just, to me. You remember when you were in college and they talked about Pavlov's dogs? No. How he trained those dogs when they heard the bell. Yeah. They knew that. Creature of habit. Yeah. So that's what baseball players are. Mm -hmm. I mean, they're used to a routine, doing the same thing. Like, they put their shoes on the same way. Their socks are turned with the logo. Like, pitchers, they have it mapped out. 
there there are some guys that can, but very few. If you get a baseball it, like player, Madison Bumgarner a couple of years ago was, I mean he he single felt like single handedly won the Giants the World Series that year. But that is the exception, not the rule. Right, and that's why I think most time when you mix up those guys' schedule, it does not go well. By the way, what uh, Aaron wants to know what is a uh, what does butter from a duck mean? Oh, that means they working you. I mean, you out there in that field, it's hot, ain't no water, <laughs> and ain't no stopping anytime soon. Like, they've been getting the butter from the duck from that bullpen. All right, so you're on the Braves tomorrow. Uh, I might join you. I haven't decided yet. Yeah. Um, I'm just hoping the Braves can finish this thing out. Well, we can I, I, ride I, I into I the World Series 16-1. I don't like that. I might join I'm you. I'm deciding. I, wait, yeah. there's, no, there's no peer pressure in gambling. I look at my phone every day about... 233. Okay, what is Tim like? Did he text me? No. He didn't like anything. He was about to call me today. Yeah, I would have talked to you on Coastal Carolina. I should have. I should have. Nice win for App State. Thursday night football. Browns, Broncos. This line right now, Sean, is sitting at here at Circa. Broncos getting two. It was down to one and a half. It has bounced back. To I'm two. playing different on the money line. I just feel like they're the healthier group. If the weather's going to be really bad, now I think not having Jedrick Willis and Jack Conklin, you know, now it really kills Cleveland. You know, just and you don't have Kareem Hunt, you don't have Nick Chubb. Right. You have your guy Darius right. Johnson. He'll be fine, but but he's not he's not Nick their Chubb. Run he's not game Kareem Hunt. As good as Nick Chubb and Kareem Hunt are, their run game is about that offensive line. And when your two tackles aren't available. Well, we don't know yet. Well, They're questionable. Right. I'm operating like they are not playing until I see that they are. Right. Yeah. So, I, I don't know. I'm going, I'm going with Denver. I think Denver can really line up. Uh, Teddy B, he's a veteran. He will, he'll be able to handle the road. Remember his record going into week one mm-hmm. at the Giants on the road. You know, he has a tremendous record. Javante Williams and Melvin Gordon starting to run the ball better. They got a legitimate threat in Cortland Sutton, so I, I just I'm leaning towards Denver. Great run defense against a even if fully available, not fully healthy offensive line with their top two backs out, the backup quarterback. I mean, I, I'm a, I'm a roll with Denver. Well, I'm sure Cleveland will probably win by thirty, but <laughs> yeah, I'm with you, man. I I don't know if that's a good thing or a and bad thing. And I probably thing. will just end up playing the under. That'll be a, a larger it's at play 41. for me. Yeah, and then I'll play a small Broncos money line. Well, before you leave here, go play the money line at Circa. It's the best money line out there. For the Broncos? Plus 120. Yeah, Denver plus 120 on the money line here at Circa. 110 pretty much across uh, the rest of the market. Plus 115 at DraftKings, so there's your second best money line. Um, yeah, I think it is. I mean, I once again, I think Denver in a teaser is a great, great leg. I, I really do. Uh, you, you got... A game at two, you're pushing it through three, you're pushing it through seven. You've got a total of 41, which is the lowest total on the board. A game where Cleveland's starting a backup quarterback, have questions at both tackle positions. Both their starting running backs are out. Um, So if you don't love Denver to win this game, that's fine. I think them to start a teaser is an absolute great start to to your weekend. Then you have to just find your dance partner, whether it be Green Bay uh, push them down to two and a half against Washington, whether it be New England, push them down to one against the Jets. I think there's a bunch of options out there. So uh, that would be the way I would go. But I like Denver to win this game as well. Yep. Probably means they're going to lose. Probably. 
Just lose by less than seven. <laughs> less than eight. <laughs> and for you, you think Case Keenum is not that big of a drop-off. But again, if, if the weather's like Brad Evans says, windy, cold, icy, you know, getting towards that winter climate in Cleveland, it's going to be ugly. It will be. That man right there is Sean King. Had the over. So he's happy about that. Had Coastal Carolina. Not so happy about that. Also, shout out to the Chicago Bulls. Way to cover open night, baby. <laughs> thanks to Brad Evans, our guy. Thanks to Adam Wexler. Thanks to Kenny White. Thanks to Aaron Oster. For Sean King, I'm Tim Murray. Coming up next, it's The Look Ahead with Scott Seidenberg right here on VEASAN, the Sports Betting Network. Whether it's your first time betting or you've been gambling for years, have a plan and know the game. Be aware of the rules and odds before you gamble. Set a budget and never gamble with money you can't afford to lose. Take a break and consider teaming up with trusted friends to help you stick to your budget. Remember, if you or a loved one has a gambling problem, call 1-800-GAMBLER 24-7 or go to HelpMyGamblingProblem.org for free confidential services. Welcome to 500 Greatest Songs, a podcast based on Rolling Stone's hugely popular, influential, and sometimes controversial list. I'm Brittany Spanos. And I'm Rob Sheffield. We're here to shed light on the greatest songs ever made and discover what makes them so great. From classics like Fleetwood Mac's Dreams to the Ronettes' Be My Baby, and modern day classics like The Killer's Mr. Brightside. Listen to Rolling Stone's 500 Greatest Songs on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Have you heard about the social media platform for kids? It's called Zikazoo. It's a great place where kids like me can come together to make fun videos. Videos moderated by real people who review content before it's posted to the feed. I love the dance challenges. I love that it's Kids Safe COPPA certified. Uh, I don't know what that means. It means it has built-in privacy protections for your online data. Zigazoo, the world's largest social network. For kids. <laughs> Download the Zigazoo app today. There's plenty to celebrate in March and ex- Craft Month with the perfect pizza at home class from Craftsy. And anytime is right to listen to iHeartRadio's iHeartCountry Radio. Discover more shows and movies for free.